Welcome back to the interview portion of the Big Ask Cornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are now joined by ACL Pro Jordan Canva. Jordan, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. So before we get into everything, um, I thought it was hilarious. This whole thing was actually set up. Um, you reached out to us, sent us like a random Facebook message saying, you know, SOS, like I'm bored as hell. If you ever want anybody on your show. <laughs> and we were actually in the middle of recording Frank Modlin's episode. And we told Frank that we had just ended it. And uh, I think you guys ended up talking afterwards, right? Yeah, me and him are like, <laughs> we talked a lot. He messaged me so quick. He was like, <laughs> he was dying. I mean, he, he was literally was dying. He's like, no way. I'm like, I literally, Jordan Campbell just said, he's like, oh, I'm going to give him such a hard time later. Oh, my God. We both give each other hard times about the smallest things. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, I see you're drinking a little something there. What, uh, what are you drinking? Bud Light. There you go. Keep it easy. <laughs> I like it. Goes down very That's easy. not my preferred choice of drink, but that's what I got right now. Well, okay. Well, you know, we are we are beer fans too. So, what's your choice? What's your uh, what's your main go to? Fireball and Dr. Pepper. Ooh, all right. He likes it spicy. Wow, needs a spicy, spicy Dr. Pepper. Right. You don't go with the diet though. No, I. So yours uh, is, yeah, it's I, not keto. keto. It's yeah, not yours keto, isn't then. keto. No, if you're gonna drink, you might as well just drink it all. I hear you. Might as well get the calories. That's exactly. like. Going to McDonald's and getting a Diet Coke. Hey, man. Yes. One hundred calories. I learned that 100%. calories are just energy, bro. Calories <laughs> are energy. All right. So, what about when you're playing? You know, what I mean, I think like well, you know, one of the big, uh, you know, it's not even a small secret is that cornhole players like to drink. You know, so when you're playing, do you typically drink or you get water, yeah. power, kind of guy? So, what do you drink? When I'm playing, it's just straight fireball. Stra- just straight go. fireball. Yeah. So is that more for nerves or you just, um, it's like once you get to that buzz, that perfect buzz, that's when, you know, that's just like you get tunnel vision when you're playing. So it's just like, you get locked in. There's no nerves at all. Yep. You get locked in. I felt it. I felt it. Do you ever realize like you've ever been to that point where, you know, you maybe have one too many and then like your game just falls off a cliff. Yep. That's happened plenty of times. Every Monday night in our league, that's what happens. <laughs> we're on a tear, and I like to think off. that I like to think that tunnel vision's getting like the tunnel's getting smaller and smaller. That's for sure. <laughs> then when it's gone, game over. All right, so here with Jordan Camba, we want to hear the saga of Jordan Camba. How did you get involved with cornhole? Who got you playing? How long have you been playing for? Oh, oh boy, um, I probably started the first time I picked up a bag. I was probably like eight or nine years old. This is before I even knew what the ACO was. This is like, like we thought it was easier to bounce the bags on the grass and then to hit the board. Like <laughs> we, we thought that was the easiest way. So that's how we were playing. Um, I was probably 13 or 14 at that time. And then we found out there was different bars around the area playing and that's when ACO was kind of popular. That's when my dad started going to these bars to play with his friends. Okay. And then he'd come back to the house and just, he'd smoke me. I used to, you know, keep up with him, you know, balancing the bags on the board. And then they found out the real rules and okay. how the ACO does it. And he just started smoking me from then. And then that was about a year he went without me. And then he took me one time to a blind draw. And they did this thing called a 721. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. No, seven. So the way they did it at the blind draw, they, they separated you into A and B groups okay. based on your 721. So if you threw like 
they took the the top half of the seven twenty ones. You throw seven bags, max points is twenty one. Okay. Points. Um. So then they split up the top half and the bottom half, and then they put you in a separate bag. So that way, a bottom half player gets with the top half player. So it makes it kind of fair. Okay. So that's how they did it, and I had very first blind draw I went to. I got partnered up with probably the one, the best one at the time. His name's Greg Vaha. I don't know if you guys know him. He's an old time player. Okay. Greg Vaha, and we ended up winning. He <laughs> he was just he was teaching me all these different ways to throw a bag and different strategies to hit, and it just kind of got me hooked. And I just kept coming back after that. And he was an ACO pro at the time. This is like probably season two of the ACO. That's like OG season. Yeah, I mean, this is when like everybody thought Matt God, Matt Guy was like the god. Like well, everybody said, "Oh, I hope I get Matt Guy in this blind draw." <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, you know, everybody talked so highly of him, and you know, I see him for the first time. I was like, I, I feel like I play with guys better than him. James Baldwin, he was a pro at the time too. I was like. I know I've seen James throw just as good as him. What's so great about Matt Guy? I found that out the hard way. <laughs> he's, he's pretty dang consistent. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, so anyway, I got into these blind draws. I met some pros, and then I started playing the ACO. This is, I think I was 16 years old when I started the ACO. I don't know what season it was. So how, how old are you now? I'm 23. Still a baby. Still a baby. I know you're acting like it was so long ago. (laughs) It was. For me, it was. (laughs) I'll give you credit. You've you've been around the game for a while, but man. (laughs) What I wouldn't give to be 23 years old again. Right? Yeah. I mean, my God bless it. I'm sorry. The times I can't remember. Yeah, continue. Yeah, so I started playing when I was 16. Then I became, they didn't have juniors at that time. Um. Then when I turned 18, that's when I finally became a pro. I was able to have my pro status, and that's when they came out with juniors, and they said, well, you can't be a junior and be a pro. So I kind of screwed myself a little bit there. <laughs> and I played my very first ACO season as a pro. Like, I played ACO 16, when I was 16, 17, never traveled. I just kind of played regionals. And then when I was 18, that's when I became a pro and started traveling in my very first ACO, they call them majors. I forgot the whole lingo for the ACO. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I went to my first major in South Carolina, and I finished fourth, I think. Matt Guy won against Jordan Langworthy. I lost to Jordan Langworthy. And that's when I found out I'm a lot better than a lot of these people that are already playing, and that's what kind of kept me going. I got to the top and just kind of kept going from there. Nice. But yeah, hey, so, kinda, the, so what 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 about the game like hooked you? Like, what was the big thing? I mean, are we talking about just competition, or you know, what I mean, like, what what was it that you really fell in love with the game about? Um, probably the competitive part of it. I played okay. sports my whole life. You know, baseball. I was a big baseball kid, pitcher, left-handed pitcher. So competitive. Uh, I wanted to be the best, <laughs> and I saw. I mean, I still do, but. That's kind of what drives me to keep playing is I want to be, <laughs> I want to be the Matt guy of 20 years ago. Okay. That's, I mean, the, that's a big goal there. Huge goal. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, speaking of, so kind of going off of that, you've you've had a lot of early success, all right? You're still a young dude. You've played on, you know, on the national stage. How is it playing under the bright lights? I mean, are you a guy that that just absolutely loves it? Like that's your goal every single time, and you find yourself in that situation, and you feel like, you know, I can't mess this up. Or are you a guy that like, you know, like you get you get nervous? I mean, you're just you're human. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't really get nervous. That that's a big thing with like a lot of people is they always ask me, "How do you handle the nerves?" And I'm like, I really don't get nervous. <laughs> Alcohol, <laughs> fireball. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I really don't get nervous at all. And then obviously the alcohol only helps that. For sure. Um, for sure. Are there? But yeah, under the bright lights, that's kind of that's my goal. Every single tournament I go to, I want to be on the broadcast. Well, yeah, I mean, and obviously you've done pretty well so far. Yeah, I mean, I've had pretty you know I mean? good success. For sure, for sure. So, I mean, obviously when you're at your level, I mean, you guys can pretty much hit all the shots, right? But I think as any, you know, like a true competitor would say, there, there's always some sort of like flaws in their game, right? There's something there's always, they're always trying to get better. Is there an mm-hmm. area of your game that you've kind of like self-identified that like, you know, I need to get better at this if I want to kind of take it to that next level and reach that goal of hey, like, like you said, being the Mac guy of 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, for my game, air mails, 100% air mails. Okay. If I, if I could hit my air mails as much as I do my slides, I feel like I'd be unbeatable. But the game today, not many people block the hole, so you really don't even have to air mail anymore. So it kind of goes hand in hand with each other, I guess. Do you think that is going to come back? Like, do you see the game, like, making a swing? Because right now, like, you're right. Everyone likes a fast bag. It's basically, like, who can make, you know, bag for bag. You know, just straight up, you know, this is race to, you know, to 21 kind of thing. Or do you think there's going to be that swing back to more of, like, a strategy game? Now, there's still people that do it. And some of the best yeah. in the world, that's why they're so good. Is because and that's like, why the best of the best whole, are where they are. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you think, is as a, you know, a rule of thumb, like, do you think the whole game itself is going to kind of transition back towards that? I would love it to because I, I, I can't tell you how much I hate the whole – I hate the bring your own bag part of the thing. I wish everybody had the same bag going into a tournament. I feel like that's where I had the biggest advantage over everybody is when the bags were kind of sticky and you could block every single time, you know, the traditional block, airmail, push. There's, I feel like that was more cornhole than it is now. Now it feels like whoever has the best muscle memory wins. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. I mean, I completely agree. I mean, I know for myself, I'm playing singles against somebody and they want to go bag for bag. Like, I feel comfortable enough that, like, hey, I can probably stay with you. But when people start throwing blockers down, you know, like, and I'm not, like, at that elite level yet, I feel like I do struggle a little bit more. So is there is there a reason that, like, you don't play that way now? Like, you know, have you – are you still trying to involve that strategy? Or are you mostly like, hey, I'm going to adapt and kind of light fire with fire? I – I have tried it, and actually, the very first time I tried it, we won the national. Me and Derek King, we threw slide rights. The okay. very first national last year in Florida, we won. We played the block slide game, and then we went into national number two, tried slide rights again, and noticed we're at a huge disadvantage because they, they, they hang, and you don't get as much leverage, I guess. You, you know, they don't the bags don't fall as much as they would with a slide right compared to a game changer around or whatever. So kind of going into, you mentioned Derek King, you're playing with somebody different this year. 
right? Mm-hmm. And James Baldwin this year. Yeah, playing with James uh, this year. He's... So how did that partnership kind of come about? Like, you know, can you just walk us through that a little bit? Um. Well, last year, oof, uh, last year, me and Derek. I mean, me and Derek were my. I mean, I consider him my best my best friend. <laughs> um, I was just finishing up college last year, and I actually wasn't planning on playing cornhole at all this year. Okay. I was hoping to get a job out of college and just focus on that more than anything right now. And then I ended up getting a job, and I was able to get the time off. Okay. And James James actually came around and asked me. Okay. To play with him. that's kind of been. He, James has kind of been my idol throughout my entire career in Cornell. I've always wanted to play with him. In everything, like <laughs> I, I, I would say, like he used to play with Alan Rockwell. Him and Alan Rockwell, they played together since ACO. Like they were the two pros that nobody could beat in the area. And my that's always kind of been. The person I wanted to play with, he's the. I, I personally still think James is the best thrower in the game right now. Okay. So what? Uh, first national down in Florida this year. What were you guys throwing? We threw game changers. Um, we did really well. We we were in the king seat in our bracket, and we got double dipped by Frank and Jamie. But it's uh, it's gonna. Uh, I mean, that could, that that could happen to I mean? anyone like, anytime. That's it's a tough team. We. Yeah, we beat them in the winter bracket final, and we were throwing great. And I think I don't know what Jamie did, but he came back into the finals not missing at all. I mean, I, Jamie's a top player right now too. I think he's part of one of the best players. Oh yeah. Did you find it difficult throwing game changers? I mean, I'm sure you've thrown them before. You know, what I mean, you're an all cornhole guy. But, you know, going from, like, a slide right to a game changer, I mean, it's a pretty big difference. I mean, did you, a huge, did you have to adjust to that? Yeah, it's a big adjustment from any any bag to a game changer is a big adjustment, I think. I feel like that the patch just has a different feeling than any other bag. Because you typically throw um, a pretty hard bag. Yeah, and that's what I've always been known for was having the hardest bag. And it just, the way the, the bags have went, that you know, throughout the last couple of years you have you have to adjust you have to stay with the times i mean did you have to change your throw at all you know what i mean did you adjust your yeah. stance or grip or anything like that now that you're playing with like kind of like a faster bag yeah um so i've always stepped ever since i started playing cornhole i, I was a stepper the last two years when bags started getting faster that's when i i stopped stepping okay now, you're, I think uh, it's unique. You're a left-handed thrower, correct? Mm-hmm. You alluded earlier that you threw a baseball with your left hand, so clearly you had an advantage, and it was unfair to all the righties out there. Yeah, you're one of those weird <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so do you think that throwing left-handed in cornhole, do you think it gives you a little bit of an advantage? At least maybe when you first started out, or? Um... I wouldn't say it gives me an. I mean, I, I think guess in doubles, for, I think in doubles, I, I think it's hard to say that you don't have an advantage. If you're playing with a righty, you pair a righty and a lefty together, you have an advantage. If you both prefer throwing outside or inside, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like James prefers throwing his arm away, okay, and I prefer throwing my arm in. 
so it okay. kind of so, doesn't work with us. I mean, yeah, it could, um, it could go either way. You could just throw righty. Yeah, for sure. But like when you're playing against somebody <laughs> in doubles or against somebody in singles, do you think it gives you an advantage at least at first until they adjust to I, it? I think to some of the players, it does give me some of the players. Some of the players that overthink what they're doing. Like yeah. there's some players out there that try to block a certain side of the hole every single time. For the the players that think that they can just block the middle of the hole, they can't do that against a lefty because a lefty can get around that very easy because their bag turns the opposite way a normal righty would throw. So, yeah, I do think it gives me an advantage in that form. Um, but as far as sliding and airmailing, I don't think it's much more of an advantage than it is anything else. Yeah, I think, like, I think you nailed it perfectly. For me, I know whenever I'm playing a lefty, it's like, or if, even if it's a righty who just has that natural tendency of like a right to left type of movement on his bag, I mean, you just have to block them differently if you want to play that strategy. Yeah, You're and people don't think about that. All day against somebody that 90% of the people that play cornhole are righties. And that's mm-hmm. 10% you're not necessarily practicing as often. Yeah, so somebody might throw a blocker and think they're fine until they realize, oh, wait, he's a lefty. He can get around that. Yeah, correct. So we're, we're, we're talking about practice. How often do you practice? Do you have a, do you have a routine? You've been doing any ghosts or anything during this weird corona time? Uh, no, I don't practice at all. Um, I do... I am not a fan of these ghost games. I have yet to win. <laughs> I, I can't beat a ghost nine. <laughs> oh, boo, I, mean, boo, I can't beat ghost seven. Get out of here. <laughs> a ghost is not for me. I, I would so much rather play somebody right next to me. I don't know what it is. I just. I'm right there with you, man. I think it's the ghost because my typical game, I don't ever try to block the hole, but it just happens. You like so, a dirty game. Yeah. Like, my normal bag, it's going to stop right before the hole, and I'm just going to push it in right next. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to do that against a ghost every single time. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. yeah, ghost games aren't for me. I've tried them, did not succeed. Okay. Um, I don't know what happened with my camera. Uh, yeah, I don't pre- – I mean, I, I was watching a podcast with you guys and Matt and Brett, and I'm kind of on the same page with Brett. Our – to before the tournament that's about it yeah but see okay for uh, for us normal humans okay like you you can't do that okay you have to realize like that's not normal you can't just go out like and compete at the highest level without trying so i mean to me that's just crazy because i feel like i play my worst if i haven't thrown in let's say you know a few weeks right i got little kid at home wife's on my ass up for everything can't get out (laughs) you know i mean leagues aren't there summertime i never get to throw when I go back to the league that first week, it takes me a solid – I mean, Dane shaking his head. It is. It's bad. Like, my first <laughs> two or three games is just solid shit. I mean, like, I'm somebody that – I need to be there early warming up a long time before. I need to practice consistently. Like, you, that's just crazy to me that people have such good muscle memory that they can go, like, eh, a few weeks and, fuck it, I'll just show up and win this. Like, <laughs> on behalf of everyone that needs to practice, like, I want to I wanna flip you off, but you're, like, you're on my show, so I won't, like <laughs> – yeah, I you're mean, not, like, you're not like a, to say that. no, you're not. No, I mean, but so many of you guys do it. And I like, I hope you guys realize, like, that's just how talented you guys are. I mean, that's the difference between a lot of it. I mean, now some people work very hard and they, you know, they've climbed the ranks to do all that, but like, that's not typical. You know, I mean, I really don't think that you can just pick anything up after, you know, is that riding a bike per se? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I feel like the complete opposite. I feel like it is riding a bike. Yeah, I go and do the same thing. It's a muscle memory. Once you, if you can put one bag in the hole, you can put a hundred bags in the hole. 
And I agree with that. But like, let's say when you were making the transition, right? So James gives you a call, right? And you're fanboying, like you've always wanted to play with them. Like, sweet. Oh shit. He doesn't want to play with slide rights. He wants to move to something way faster. Then do you practice or do you just show up and be like, yeah, I'll figure the shit out and I'll be fine. It's all about just, um, no, so you, just show, just, you just show up and throw it, right? Just like, adjust, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all my baseball coaches, my dad, he's always said, good players adjust no, it I, takes I, a little bit of adjusting it's just like golf it's like a little bit of an adjustment from hitting it straight to hitting a draw or hitting a hook it's just a adjustment yeah but still you if you're talking about, like you're talking about baseball you add let's say you change the weight of his bat just a little bit you don't think he's going to go to the cage a few hundred times before he brings it into a game he might. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about at the highest level. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time. You're tar- like, I'm talking just, like he's well, so crazy though, like that you can just show up in these tournaments, not practice at all, and just do really well. I mean, to me, that's just such a foreign concept. At a high level of baseball, I don't see many people changing their bat weight. I know <laughs> that's true, but like, hey, I mean, they have or like if a golfer changes his clubs, you don't think he's going to take a brand new set? He's never tried to go to a tournament unless you're Tiger Woods, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure all right golfers, there. all golfers, stay at the range three four hours a day i think i was reading an article tiger woods used to go to the range two to three hours a day hit so many balls before he could go home yeah yeah and that's probably what i should do for cornhole but the laziness factor kicks in and that's okay (laughs) you're 23 you still have a long road okay so let's let's switch away i'm done giving you a hard time about the practice stuff um let's switch away from cornhole stuff so outside of cornhole obviously what, what do you like to do for fun? Like you, I, I mean, you're a young dude. You got to have plenty of stuff going on. You still have a social life. You don't have kids and stuff. So like what do you do for fun out of cornhole? Uh, golf is a big thing for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Video games. Video yes. games, golf. <laughs> Jordan, are we best friends? Yeah, I think you Come I on. Mean, that's, like you I've, been, be... I've been super hooked on video games. Well, were you playing with today. Trey Birchfield the other night? Like when I, when uh, I yeah. you, right? Yeah, like I thought you were playing with, yeah. What are you gaming on? <laughs> Uh, Call of Duty, the Warzone. Oh, yeah. That's, you, that's you all I've been playing. I'm on PlayStation. Well, we can still link up. I'll give well, you. We could after still link up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have to get your gamer he, he, he just made me download it uh, this weekend. So. Yes, we, we can show. We can laugh. We can laugh at how bad he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to play at all. At all. That gives you a good chance to talk to a lot of pros. Like I play with Ryan Smith, Trey Birchfield, Jamie Graham. Oh my no, god! No, I play with them all. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. It'll be fun. I'll be terrible, but I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm a quick learner. I can figure it out. All yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you talk about golf. I it's probably like my second favorite sport in the world, aside from cornhole. Um, do you? What is my? What I mean, you, my favorite? cornhole's your favorite. Yeah, yeah I mean that's what I'm for playing. Oh yeah, my god, cornhole's my least favorite. <laughs> i'm not talking about i'm talking about physically playing okay all right, all right um, gotcha. uh so are you do you golf lefty or are you ready righty i golf i do everything righty except throw a ball i golf righty so my, my dad's kind of like you he's he's ambidextrous but he like he'll throw a baseball right-handed throw a football left-handed and he golfs both sides <laughs> that's weird he, he'll actually he'll weird. Hunt lefty and hit all of his other clubs righty. Sometimes he'll bust out a lefty iron and hit it. It's it's strange, but uh, that'd yeah, be I mean, cool to have that in some situations. Oh sure. yeah, well, he, I mean, <laughs> I love my dad. He's uh, he's a decent golfer. I've surpassed him now that I'm I'm now. So he doesn't <laughs> like playing with me as much. 
Um, what's your handicap? Oh, right now I'm probably like a ten. Hey, that's dude. That's that's respectable. That's I'm probably, probably I'm probably right around there myself. Yeah. So I used to be. Compared when to I was friends, playing in high school, I was probably like a four or five. I yeah. tell you that. No, when I was in high school, I was probably like a five or six. See, like, see, you, I used to play golf all the time, too. I used to go out with them all the time. Probably, like, right around 10, 11, 12, like, yeah. handicap, right, right, anywhere through there. And then I got married, and I had <laughs> kids, all right? So I'm not trying to give you advice or anything, my man. But you oh, like, I know how that feels. <laughs> all the time. I'm not trying to get you <laughs> I'm not trying to get you in trouble, man. Now, Jordan, on the other other end of the spectrum, I am married as well. Um, I don't have any children. Yeah, I have a dog who might as well be my child. I golf whenever the hell I so want. So are you seeing the missing variable here? <laughs> I have a dog too. There's one variable here that's different, and that's what the, that's the problem. So, so sticking with who's your favorite golfer? Tiger Woods. Right. I mean, it's hard. I mean, yeah. you are significantly younger than us, but still, I mean, he was. I mean, growing up, I mean, that's who was on ESPN. I mean, he was, he's kind of what made golf cool again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the reason I liked him so much is because my mom hated him so much. So me and my dad both rooted for him. And my mom, my mom, hate, my mom hates anybody that's good. She hates Michael Jordan. She hates Tiger Woods, hates LeBron James. Anybody yeah, that's good. <laughs> she hates. All right. So let's let's stick with that. All right. So I'm, I'm jumping around here on our questions, but you brought it up. So the documentary, The Last Dance started this weekend. First of all, did you watch it at all? The Last Dance. With no, Michael I've never Jordan. watched it. You didn't watch it oh. with them or on ESPN. I haven't. No, I you need to watch it. It's phenomenal. If you're an, if you're a sports fan, you'd love it. They're showing it like every day on ESPN at some time. Yeah, so for just sure. catch I'll it. To... It is phenomenal. Check it out. But anyway, so it okay. got me thinking. Who is your all-time favorite athlete? Like regardless of sport, you have one dude like your all-time favorite athlete. It's a hard pick between Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan. Hard okay. decision. All right. Oh, if you're if you're a Michael Jordan fan, you gotta watch the documentary. It's crazy. Mine would yeah. be uh, mine would be a young man by the name of George Kenneth Griffey Jr. Yeah, the oh, greatest he's, he's, player of all time, bro. He's fun to watch too. I remember he's the Vladimir Guerrero. Yeah, go get some steroids. For oh, I hate A Rod. Yeah, see, dude, see, Jordan, are you kidding me? We're we're best Manny friends. Manny Ramirez or Big Poppy. <laughs> oh, there you go. I love Manny. Wait a minute. You're giving me shit about A-Rod. You're like, Manny? Manny was juicing, too. <laughs> hey, but he did it the right way. <laughs> I take that back. Growing up, Barry Bonds was my all-time favorite. Growing up, he was my... I looked up to Barry Bonds. Wait a minute. Weren't you a pitcher? I was. And you were Barry Bonds. Come on, man. <laughs> you were a lefty. You should have been like... You should love Barry. I was up. always rooting for him to pass the Hank Aaron home run record. I was always looking at him. I mean, I want to get involved in a speed training program that he got involved in. That's how you what, like, I mean, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, let me let me ask you. So we're going to just throw a random question. All right. Just kind of to stay with us. Not cornhole related at all. You get to watch one movie the rest of your life. One. What are you picking? The deep oh, breath. Man. The suspension. I know. I know. One movie. I'm gonna probably the, the blind deer. side. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I was gonna that's go. I thought you were gonna probably... be a Happy Gilmore guy. I was gonna say I could see a sports movie kind of thing, but <laughs> blind side or 
It's hard to be Elf. That's probably one of my all-time Elf. favorite movies. Too. <laughs> but you know what? Elf doesn't have Sandra Bullock looking all hot as a Southern mom, so that, that's tough too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but The Blind Side's probably my all-time favorite movie. Okay. All right. All right. All right another random question. Uh, you typically wear headphones when you play. What do you listen to? Uh, everything. I listen. It just depends on the day. Like, there's some Don't tournaments I listen to. Don't make us do it to you. Throw out, spe- throw out specifics. Come on. Reggae music. I, I like to listen yeah. to a lot of Revolution sometimes. It's just, I love Revolution. Right, you know? expendable you like dirt? What about Dirty Heads? Say it again. Dirty Heads? Dirty Heads, yeah. I've been to a couple of their concerts. They come to what Virginia Beach a couple uh, times. The, the Expendables? I've never heard of The Expendables. You check oh, them out. Man, Do you like Revolution? Yeah, they're awesome. Cass Haley, yeah. too. One of my faves. I mean, between that, I mean, sometimes I listen to rap. Uh, sometimes yeah. I listen to... Sometimes I even listen to, like, motivational speeches when I'm playing. Okay. So I listen to Elton John. No. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. I know. I... It's soothing, man. It's he's got he's got the voice of an angel. It's right. a rock guy. Old Queen. I like listening to Queen too. Oh yeah, I, mean, I can handle that. All right, so I want to change it up a little bit, right? So we do these interviews, and obviously we we bring people on to like prop you up and like yeah, you're awesome and everything, right? So like let's bring let's bring you back down just for a second. So tell us something that you're not good at. If I if we have to, we'll bring your girlfriend on. She could tell us something. But I'm giving you a chance to fill in the blank yourself. Okay. <laughs> what I am not good at? Man, yeah, I'm good at everything. Dang. Time to show um, You might have to ask my girlfriend. Let's hear it. I'm going to say answering tough questions. What is he not good at? (laughs) It's okay. Listen, he's not sitting next to you right now. You're just with us. He is sitting next to me. No, no, he's not. He's he's out of our frame. All right? Don't just ignore that. So what's something he's not good at? Can he cook? Can, is he a terrible driver? It's okay. He is yeah. a terrible driver. Okay. That's a lie. Before, <laughs> so I don't know if he's good at cooking. I always have to cook. Like I always have to make his sandwiches. That means he's not a good cook. It's um, 2020, okay? It's not 1950, okay? Yeah, you still have to know how to cook. Hey, my yeah. wife doesn't cook a single meal. I'm you got a Grubhub. You cook? <laughs> I'm the cook, yeah. Okay, well... He's never cooked for me, so I don't know. Okay, so he's a bad driver. All right, yeah. so we've established he's a very bad driver. Very bad lie. Bad <laughs> lying. He's a hey, by the way, she's working hard on kill shots, cornhole stuff right there. Yes, yeah, she is. I, Answering I, questions, so stop pestering her. Your bags are coming. <laughs> All right, they're coming. They're doing. A, they're working hard. We're we're witnessing it right now. They're working hard. All right, she's I not even drinking right now, so it's emails. okay. There you go. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, he's a terrible liar, though. Like, he's really bad at lying. You can tell. As soon as he said laughing. that he's good at everything, like, we knew he was full of shit. Yeah. So we knew he was hiding yeah. <laughs> If he laughs whenever you're trying to catch him in a lie, that means he's lying. And he laughs at everything. Hey, just, it, and also, if he looks down and to the left, that's what their natural tendency is when they lie. So just so you know for the future, oh, I'm hooking you up, all right? For sure. So, Jordan, sure. learn to look up and right. No, but one thing, honestly, that I'm bad at is <laughs> Oh, that's a good gambling. One. I'm bad at gambling. I never win. The only machine okay. I run at is the ATM. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a surefire bet anytime. If I'm in a tournament, just bet on me because I have never lost. I've never <laughs> lost. Listen, he's on a little bit of a winning streak right now. Okay, like he's four in a row. Four in a row. So we have we we frequently <laughs> bet things on the show. I'm not doing great. He hasn't won one since well, we started the, the first the last one, which is the battle of we still, oh, there was a team oh event. that was a team event, but I won it for us. You know, it's okay. He's trying to take all the credit here. That's true. Actually, you were throwing fire too. I can't. I can't really yeah. take all the credit. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously you're a pro player. You have anybody you want to shout out? Uh, yeah. Obviously, shout out. Let's All right, see. you're not busting out a scroll. All right, there's no scroll, Frank. No, Mark. I don't have a scroll like Frank. I don't got like You're a big old enough list. to have a granddaughter or a grandson. <laughs> I don't have a grandson. I can't. I can't add my grandson to the list. <laughs> Frank, we got you. Don't worry about it. Frank, love you, no, buddy. No, but probably first and foremost, obviously, my girlfriend, Carly. She's uh, probably the most supportive person in my life right now. Um. My family, obviously, that you know, they they support me. They they know what I'm. My goal is that they, they uh they always want what's best for me. Um, family and my girlfriend are my two main things. Obviously, sponsors all cornhole. Gotta give a huge shout out to them. They they actually came to me, me and James years ago before. We were the very first two players on all cornhole, actually. Oh, okay. That's nice. cool. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I'm actually the reason Frank got on all cornhole. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. He failed to mention that. He did not mention yeah, he, that. I'm sure okay. he did. <laughs> no, I got to give a huge shout out to all cornhole. They've been with me from the beginning since probably four or five years now. Um, Spencer McKenzie's is another big sponsor of mine that I got to give a shout out. That's... Best cornhole tournament you guys get. You guys got to go to the That's third. Not this year, next year. Yeah, the we goal will be there next year. year. We're talking with the dog house guys. Uh, we're supposed to try to. I, ooh, it's man. a long flight. And some, I'm going to have two kids under the age of three by that time. It's, like, I'll be there. I well worth it. Don't come with kids. <laughs> I, well, no, are you kidding me? No, it's going to get for a weekend. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that. that's probably my favorite tournament of the year. I'd go there over a national all day. Wow, that's um, well, okay, like you're kind of rubbing it in a little bit because our first national is supposed to be Cleveland. Yeah. So that got ripped out of our hearts. And it's in our hometown, literally like 10 minutes down the street here. Um, <laughs> it's our hometown, and it just, it's just terrible, man. They crapped on my heart. They did. It was bad. <laughs> that looked really – I saw pictures of the setup too before – there was, it was Dude, that, that was probably the biggest national ever. Yeah, they sold out. What, what was it? Ninety minutes, hundred minutes, something like that. I mean, yeah. it was just going to be just. They do they do ridiculous. several beer fests in that same venue a year. They pack over hundred and fifty breweries in there. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow. And yeah, you get hammered at it. It's great. That'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> hey, if you want to come, <laughs> come and see Cleveland the real way, come for a beer fest. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you won't remember it, and it's just the best time you ever had. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Hey man, so, uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Anybody else you want to shout out? Yeah, yeah Dirty Bags. Um, Dirty Bags, okay. They they're a big sponsor for me this year. Um, JBT Tile. That's uh, James Baldwin's tile company. Okay. He's nice. sponsoring us this year, and then Cornhoy's Cornhoy's Airmail Boxes. They're kind of a a local 
I, I all they make really is airmail boxes, but they're a local guy. He just started making them this year. It's like a perfect, inexpensive airmail box. Okay, nice. Have you guys seen them at all? I have not. I'll have to check it out after this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get you guys. I'll send you guys like a box or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, they're yeah, they're they're a really good box. I mean, as far if you were, especially if you play in the yard and can stake them down, they're perfect. Um, okay. But yeah, they they uh, decided to hop on with Ian James this year. Can't think of. I think that's my five. I think that was my five sponsors this year. Awesome. Well, hey, if you left anyone out, you can always just call us and we'll just plug it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 pull, pull a Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's never coming back on the show now. For sure. <laughs> Hey, man, Let me really tell you, when he, he really honestly thought I was listening to that podcast when I said, if you guys want a real pro. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I might have had something to do with that. I might have, like, fabricated Added something. the real. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good guy, though. He was a good sport, so I just, I just thought it was funny. So I had to, give, I had to get him riled up a little bit. <laughs> hey, man, we really appreciate you coming on, uh, taking the time with us. Um, it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Oh, great time, man. For sure. If you ever need anything, just reach out to us. Um, you're on social media, correct? Yeah, for sure. So where can people find you? Um, Facebook's probably my main thing. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think it's at jcamba23 for both of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, main, mainly on Facebook. I, I have a pro page on there that I answer. People message me all the time for them. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. Thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, guys.